understand we've all felt stuck at one point or another, even the most successful people among us, because it's a rite of passage, a trial, to see if you have what it takes to be independent. The test is to prove that you deserve your destiny. Each week our goal is to bring you an inspiring story of someone who moved beyond their stranded face and found greatness on the other side. Welcome to The Stranded Podcast, and this is your host, Jessica Hurley. What's up, guys, and welcome back. Real quick, before we jump into today's episode, I just wanted to let you know that this Friday, November the 15th, if you are in the Tampa Bay area, I am speaking speaking at a huge gala called the Knob Mob Gala, put on by two wonderful women that had the idea that they were tired of networking like most average people network. This is an event for bosses that want to network outside of the box. I love this concept. I love what they're doing. I love what they want to bring to everyone. And so to get to be a part of it, to get to speak at this event, I'm so excited. It's literally from like seven to midnight. There is a bar, there's drinks, food, um, speakers, guest appearances, a performer, a DJ, a dance floor, and everyone gets to dress up, have fun, look great. We get to network with other amazing business owners, entrepreneurs. And you know, like I say, when you go to an event like this, you might meet your next business partner, your next business venture, your next client. You never know. But for those of you that are trying to grow, trying to do better, trying to do more and really enhance your circle of influence in 2020, this is something awesome to do on a Friday night. So this Friday night, November 15th, I will be speaking as the keynote speaker at the Knob Mob Gala. And I would love as my loyal listeners for you to join me. So guys, just DM me on Instagram or let me know. I can send you the Eventbrite link directly, but it's called the Knob Mob Gala here in Tampa, Florida. So if you are coming and you're already joining me, I cannot wait to meet you in person. Just reach out. Let me know that you're going to be there so I can make sure I give you a big, gigantic hug. All right. So now let's jump into today's episode where I'm actually talking about the importance of building your circle of influence in 2020. All right, let's dive right in. What's up, Stranded family? Welcome back to the Stranded Phase podcast. I am your host, your girl, Jessica Hurley. And listen, y'all, your girl has been booked and busy. And I'm not even saying that from a conceited place. I'm saying that because I have been letting you guys down. I have not been recording my podcast episodes. I have not been timely. Unfortunately, um, I just let last week get the best of me. And as you can see, it has resulted in me losing my voice once again. But I feel like the enemy has been like quieting me, trying to quiet me. I've had several situations in the last two weeks where I feel like um, I've been told I'm too much. I have lost my voice. Um, I have been questioned, questioned. And it's all stuff that makes me, or at least the old Jessica, not want to speak up, not want to talk, think I'm not good enough, question the content that I pour into you guys. But I attended a conference this weekend that made me come back and realize this message is not for everyone. It is for a select few. And if it's for you and you're a loyal listener, I freaking love you. And I want you to know that I create this content and commit to creating this content so that you can make small transformations in your life daily. 
we're not going to change or flip a switch immediately. But if we can do small things, take small steps that have been proven by other people, whether it be myself or my guests that work to transform your life because you're listening, because you know you want something better, then why can't I pour that content into this podcast so that you can pick and choose what you want to take home? Listen, Y'all, I know that what I put out here isn't for everybody. One episode may be everything you need to hear. One might be like, "Mm, she's a little off and that's not me. And that's perfectly fine because it is indeed for somebody else. And so also word to the wise, if you're working on a personal brand or putting yourself out there, just note to self, start to understand that everything doesn't have to be for everybody. Everything doesn't have to be for everybody. The goal is that, You create content for one person and one person only. Trying to get everyone to like you is the quickest way to fail miserably because you will end up trying to become someone else. Trying to please everyone is where you will feel fail miserably. So thank you so much for being a longtime listener. I forever love you guys. I just wanted to say that before we get started today because it's It means so much to me when I know that I am at least providing content that helps at least one person. Now, here's what I really want to talk about today. We have spent the last few weeks talking about influence, about, or we've been talking about your circle of friends, your non-supportive friends, um, you know, how to give them grace and guidance and maybe step away from them if you need to. We've talked about how to unlock your blessings, stop blocking your blessings. But one thing I feel like feel like I have been taking advantage of or not noticed how much of a true blessing it is that I want to talk about today is your circle of influence. Your circle of influence. Listen to me when I say this. I went to a conference this weekend surrounded by people that do something totally different than me, totally different than me. Y'all, they were in real estate. This was a event with thousands of people all centered around real estate. I don't know how long you've been listening to my podcast, but I don't do shit around real estate. That's not my lane. I don't care about it. I don't want to do it. I don't want to know anything about flipping a house. Now, granted, there's a lot of money involved, but it's not my thing. One thing I've learned about my life is that you will be damned trying to force money in your pockets doing something that you're not passionate about. So while I have watched my fiance make tons of money through real estate, people always ask me, how come I'm not in his business? How come I don't help him? How come I don't assist him? Yes, lots of money involved, not my thing. You know what I'll be really good at? Something that I'm truly passionate about. I think that's a very simple concept that a lot of us miss. I'll never forget when I was in college, I had a really good friend that moved from where I was from. So we were like the two only people where I was from um, in Tallahassee going to Florida State. And um, she started her first semester. I remember her coming over to my house and saying like, I suck at this. Like she showed me that she was like getting all D's. She didn't understand what was going on. And we had like this 45 minute conversation. And she never really said anything about anything being really hard that she just couldn't focus And, you know, we had the conversation about boys and drinks and clubbing and all the things that were just having, taking too much of her attention away. And we couldn't really like pinpoint, you know, I was like, maybe she just doesn't care. Maybe she's just focused, not focused. Maybe there's a boy, whatever. And at the end of the conversation, um, she said something like, I just want to make my dad proud. And I was like, wait, isn't your dad a doctor? And she was like, duh. And she was in med school. And I was like, do you want to be a doctor? 
And she was like, I don't know. I mean, my dad makes great money, you know, and she basically explained everything that was her dad's dream. And I was like, well, what the hell do you want to do? Because as long as I had known this girl, she was like the queen of makeup, always cutting my hair, always dyeing her hair, always dyeing my hair. Like she loved making women beautiful. And I was like, do you even want to be a doctor? And everything in her explanation was centered around security, financial security, and her father. But it was nothing that she wanted to do. You could be extremely intelligent, know how to make money, know how to sell shit, but not be good at something or in the, in the outside of the temporary, but in the long run, this not work out for you because it's what you're truly not passionate about. Imagine that she dropped out of school, went to school to be a, I'm drawing a blank on what it's called. Um, a beauty, whoa, hairdresser, all the things. Basically now she's a trainer at Aveda. Loves, loves, loves what she's doing. Loves it. Like just imagine that There's so many of us that could be operating and doing something that fills our pockets, which I get it. You got to pay the bills. I totally understand it. But we could be operating and doing something, wondering why we feel depressed, wondering why we feel sad, wonder why we don't like going going, going to work in the mornings. And it could be because you're spending the majority of your life, one, skipping your passion, doing something you're not passionate about, but two, spending whatever amount of hours we're awake, 16 to 20 hours that would be four hours of sleep, you know, 10 to 16 hours of the day being someone that we're not. I don't know who you believe in or what higher power you believe in, but I want you to understand something. I'm a thousand percent sure that each one of us was created and put on this earth with a divine assignment to do something very, very, very powerful. I really believe, and this is not for everyone, but there is a reason why you don't like going to work in in the morning. There is a reason why at times you feel like you are being fake There is a reason why you're unhappy and it is because you are spending most of your days doing something that you truly don't want to do. So just imagine, I think about my friend, I think about what we're all trying to do right now and I'm like, I've never been more happier in my life. Never been more happier in my life because I thought my impact was this big. um, I have my fingers together. I thought my impact was the size of a penny, the width of a penny. My impact is now football fields long because I'm doing something that I am truly, truly passionate about. So my challenge to you is this. I'm so hype about this whole 2020 thing. I think for the rest of this year, every podcast episode, you're going to hear me talk about 2020 because I really feel like this is the year for instrumental change. Like we're all, every single one of us, we're going into a new decade, a new decade. That means that 10 years, look back at these last 10 years, like 10 years of your bullshit ends now. 10 years of not giving the most ends now. Like 10 years of not the type of friends and not the circle of influence that you need to be surrounded by can all change now. And that's not to say that all all of us have been living wrong. Maybe for nine years it wasn't right this past year you've been doing great. Then that means you're going into a new decade to, to make it 11 years where you live the best life you could ever imagine, right? They say 30 is... They say your 20s is all about pleasing people and your 30s is all about knowing exactly who you are. And then you go into your 40s and you don't care about what anyone thinks about anything. And I think 30s is just when you really get closer to your soul. And so I know most of my listeners are my age going into our 30s and I think about going into 2020 and I want you to really challenge yourself to do two things. Really, really find out what you are passionate about 
And that doesn't mean don't do it if you're not passionate about it, because that's where a lot of you will get hung up and stuck. I just gave that whole speech about finding what you're passionate about and doing what you're passionate about and it being really easy to do when it's something you love and to make money from. But don't skip over something, an opportunity, because it's not exactly what you're passionate about. None of us like 20% of anything, right? That comes with the work, but also your purpose, your passion, that might be unclear right now, might be on the other side of clarity, which comes with action. So sometimes you have to act on an opportunity that might not seem right, might not seem divine, might not seem like you're moving in your in your divine purpose, but you might have to act on it anyway, because going through that, can't go under it, can't go around it, can't jump over it, but going directly through that might be the very thing that helps you find your divine passion, like what you're truly passionate about. So be willing to try things in 2020. Be willing. So my challenge isn't even to do something that you're super passionate about. My challenge to you in 2020 is we be willing and committed to do anything to discover what you're truly passionate about, even if that means trying 20 new things. Be willing to discover what really sets your soul on fire. Because once it does, you'll stop at nothing. I will stop at nothing. I decided a year ago I would stop at nothing. I decided. I decided that no matter what happened, if I failed, if I went broke, no matter what, I would have an impact on people. I know that part of my divine assignment is the way that I speak my message to people. It ain't for everybody, but it's definitely for somebody. And that's all that matters. So my challenge to you in 2020 is one, to be committed to finding, to be committed at all costs, to finding what you're truly passionate about. And then number two, next year, focus on your circle of influence. That's what this podcast episode was really supposed to be about. Focus on your circle of influence. I went to a conference this weekend that was all about real estate entrepreneurs. Literally, it was all about scaling your real estate business. I literally just went to support my spouse, to support my significant other. You guys, I went and had dinner with millionaires. I went and hung out with the spouses of people that own massive businesses. I met people, hundreds of people in the crowd that were hanging on to every bit of Chris's content. They were hanging on to every bit of other people's contact, content, I mean content. And I was so inspired by these people. Like I met people that I'm probably going to talk to for the next 10 years, if not the rest of my life. Spent having conversations with people that are in completely different niches than me. And I want you to understand that when we talk about circle of influence, there's a couple things you need to understand. And one of them is it doesn't mean you have to surround yourself with people that do exactly what you do or that are in the niche that you're in. Just because you're a photographer doesn't mean your circle of influence only needs to be people that one, need to take photos, like influencers that constantly need photo shoots, or people that are also photographers or in film editing or doing exactly what you're doing in your niche. Just because you're a makeup artist does not mean that you only need to be surrounded by people in beauty and fashion. A growth, a, a mind obsessed with growth and leveling up, a growth mindset doesn't, it only needs to be surrounded by other people that are committed to a growth mindset. Being around these people this weekend, I was so inspired. I was so inspired because one, they were making the things that I get overwhelmed by seem minuscule. So that motivated me to be more disciplined. And I want to touch on that for a second. I want you guys to understand something. When you are an entrepreneur, when you run your own business, when you are on your, your own, you are literally on your own. Nobody calls me and says, Jessica, did you record a podcast? Like, guess what? Last week, I did not record a podcast. There was no Tuesday episode. There was no Friday episode. And nobody, besides some of my audience members who will ask me where my episode is, but nobody will hold me accountable. 
I don't have a boss over me. I don't have a project manager right now. I don't have anybody to come and say, hey, why didn't you record an episode this week? So an episode didn't get recorded because I was busy. There's no one to hold me accountable. My entire business, the success and the death of my business relies on how I hold myself accountable. Being around and picking the right people for your circle of influence will hold you accountable in a different way. Let me expand. Let me go deeper on this. I do not surround myself with people that are like, hey, did you hit 10K this month? Hey, did you record all your podcast episodes this month? Hey, you said you were going to raise your prices in your agency and I didn't see that you do that on your website. What's going on? Not that level of accountable. Raising your circle of influence, building your circle of influence with people that are doing better than you, doing well, want you to do well, truly want you to grow with them, will inspire you to hold yourself accountable inspire you. They will motivate you to hold yourself accountable. When I am in a room with people that are doing better than me, have bigger problems than me, make more money than me, have a bigger impact than me, speak on more stages than me, have more podcast downloads than me, I am motivated to be more accountable with myself so that I can have that type of impact too. Not so that I can be better than them, but so that I can have that type of impact too. So my point is not only is the right circle of influence going to motivate and inspire you to hold yourself accountable, hold yourself to another standard, a new standard, a new level. Like it's like they say, the five people you surround yourself with, those last five people that text you in your phone, if they are not mentally stimulating, helping you be financially stable, like create financial stability or increase your financial like health, wealth, and knowledge, can't help you with mental stability, you know, can't help you with um, expressing yourself or where you're stuck at, helping you with business advice, then they need to be audited. And so that's my next point. Audit your circle of influence, like for real, for real. And you need to be putting these people in two categories because I think they've been in the wrong categories all the, all this time, right? So when I say build a circle of influences, you want to surround yourself with a group of people that you have access to and they have access to you because you need to provide value also that can level you up in 2020, right? They can get help you get anywhere that you're trying to be and you can also provide value that can help them get anywhere they're trying to be and where the ultimate goal is that everyone moves up together, right? I was explaining this to someone earlier, but when you don't have what you need, then you can create it. And one of the things that we created this year, Chris and I was a a Tampa mastermind, basically, where we realized we had way too many powerful friends in way too many places that were doing too many amazing things. And it was almost like we all had our unique superpower that if combined, we could all be superhuman together. And I'm, I'm making this ridiculous analogy, but every single one of our friends that Chris and I had closely that had, had become close friends, we all had one, one or two things that we were extremely awesome at, right? And so why wouldn't we all put this all in one room and use each other to our advantage? It, it's, it sounds selfish, but it's not using someone when you both can provide value to one another. And I think you guys are like, well, how do I create my circle of influence? I, do I just ask someone on a coffee date? Do I just, you know, reach out to the people that I want to be around? That may not work for everything, but you have to, one, figure out how you can add value. And two, you have to audit your friends and decide, do some of these people that I surround myself with, that I talk to every day, do they spew positivity? Do they bring value to my goals? Do they help me with my business? Do they support me in a way that I'm looking for? And take them and move them to the associate 
section, right? The associate section, the people that you still love, you still care about, you still hang with, you still talk to, you still got the same mad respect for, but you don't give them all your attention. You don't give them all your time. You don't give them all your mental capacity or space. I'll give you a very good example. I still have close friends or people that I would call my close friends that do the things that I used to do six years ago. And that means nothing. There's nothing wrong with it. Nothing at all. People that still go out, still drink every weekend, still love to party, you know, still go to the club looking for a significant other. And please, please, please hear me when I say there is nothing wrong with this. It just makes us two different in two different places because I just, you know, happen to have a family and, and find a significant other a while ago. That doesn't make us any different, nor are we on different levels. When I say find your circle of influence and distance yourself from your friends, this is a selfish move on your part, but it doesn't make that person any lesser of value. That's why I still go to birthday parties. I still go to happy hours with my friends. I still love them equally, but it's very hard when you're not in the same place as someone. Y'all hear what I'm saying? Like I had to take that friend and now we have more of an associate relationship. And it wasn't even that I said, oh, you, you, I have to distance myself from you. No, it, it even happened naturally because she's doing things that I can't do anymore because it doesn't fit with my schedule. It doesn't fit with my family life. It doesn't fit with my son and it doesn't fit with my business. And that's okay. That's perfectly okay. And I also don't have the expectation of her to be, you know, setting goals and coming up with income goals and, you know, mapping out a plan for the year with me either. That doesn't change the way I respect her in any way at all, shape or form. However, we do have an associate, a somewhat associate relationship now. It's because we're in two very different places in our life. And I have taken some of the people that are powerful where I want to be, you know, I respect a lot in the business game and I have moved them forward to my inner circle, to my circle of influence. You have to take those people and bring them into your circle of influence into a place where you all can lift one another together. The circle of influence I have right now There is no standing alone. There is no comparison. There is no the market is oversaturated. We're all doing the same thing. The Tampa Mastermind that we have now, there's seven women in there. We're all doing very similar things. You know what happened this morning? I woke up this morning to one of them tagging me in a Facebook post that someone asked, how do I start a podcast? Where can I find a coach? One of them tagged me. One of the people in my circle of influence, my our Tampa mastermind, tagged me and said, Jessica's your girl. That's who you need to go to. And then another one swooped in in the comments and said, yep, Jessica's your girl. That's right. I've done this with her, this with her, this with her. She's amazing. This is what she does for a living. Trust me, she's highly dependable. Like before I could even make a comment, two people in my circle of influence were co- recommending me and promoting me. And we don't have to worry about saturation or competition or comparison because I'm going to turn around and do the same exact thing for them. And I want you guys to understand something. This is different than everyone saying, I need supportive ass friends. Like I need my friends to support me. They need to share a post. They don't even like, they don't even comment. They don't even buy my products. That's, those aren't the people you need to be worried about. Your circle of influence will be so easy because it'll be people that both of you, that there's an exchange of value, right? Like this past year, I look back at all the the amazing things that I've done. I still blow myself away with all the things that I've done because I, not a year past have I accomplished this month in 365 days that I have this year. But I look back and I realize that all the things I've done, not one of them have I done alone. And two, I did them with other women through collaboration and support. 
right? But they weren't people that were my best friends. None of them were were people that were my best friends. None of them were people that I went to high school with. None of them were people that I knew forever. They were typically people that I started with business relationships. We had discussions on how we could add value to one another. We collaborated. We worked together to both get to a higher place and leveled up on the same platform. It's like two people pushing a car versus one. And we both get to the same place. Am I making sense here? Like, I really want you guys to audit your circle going into 2020 because you can't be this person you want to be. You can't have this level of influence. You can't build a business. You can't do any of these significant things that are worth having, that are worth doing, that are people that are worth impacting. You can't do them alone. You can't do them alone. You have to create this this powerful inner circle, these people that will hold you accountable. You know what else is amazing about my inner circle? They hold me accountable. And I know we just discussed accountability and they don't actually hold you physically accountable for things, but they hold me accountable in a way where they're constantly checking me. I have a spiritual guide that's in my inner circle that constantly checks me. My God brother, I keep close, messaged me this weekend and said, Hey Jess, I see you. I see you doing your thing. You know, I prayed for you today and not only, you know, and just congrats on all the success. I see you hustling for your business and your family. I see it in your eyes, but God told me to remind you not to forget to continue to work equally as hard as getting on, getting close with him. I would never chastise him for saying that because he's in my inner circle. His job is to check me spiritually. Like that's his job is to keep me grounded. When I get off, when I get afloat, when, when my ego might get ahead of me, pull me back. That's the power of an inner circle. People that know you, that are close to you, that can check you, that can hold you accountable. Like you want people like that in your life. I have people in my inner circle that have helped me do things that I should have had to pay for that I have not had to pay for because we're all pushing each other ahead at the same time. Women in my inner circle that hold events that have invited me to speak that I didn't have to pay for, beg for, ask for because they've seen me at work. They've seen me at work and said, Jess, come speak at this event. I, come, come help and contribute to my event. I know you'll be amazing. You're always good at this. Come do this. You know, I have people that have helped me, given me resources for things that I typically would have had to pay for, access to courses, access to SOP templates, access to budgeting. I have a, a partner in business that started out a friend, started out as a partner in business and is now a very good friend who helped me pay off $10,000 in credit card debt this year, y'all. The power of the circle of influence. I look at the text messages in my phone every day and I'm talking to people every day that we can both help each other level up. That is a powerful circle of influence. Audit your friends. Some of them need to be moved to the associate role and some of them need to be brought forward to the circle of influence role. Because you need a powerful influence. Anything worth having cannot be done alone. And anything that you're trying to do to be a new person because I know you're listening to this. You've got goals for 2020. You know that you have to be a different person in order to achieve them. This is going to require a new you. This version of you cannot be created living in your old habits, being surrounded by old things, living in your old ways. It cannot be done. It will not work. I I hope you guys hear me when I say this, but This weekend just set something off for me. It made me realize that I had become redundant, that I had gotten, you know, lost a little bit of my competitive edge. I had, because there has to be a little bit of a competitive edge. We'll talk about that in another episode. But, you know, I had allowed my minuscule problems to overwhelm me, bring in doubt, let other things happen. 
entrepreneurship is an extremely lonely journey. You end up quietly forcing yourself to do a lot of work alone without someone rooting you on, without someone validating your work, without someone saying, you got this, do this, you got this. Like, So it's so important that you have this circle of influence or you're constantly surrounded by people. Doesn't matter if they're in your niche, doesn't matter if they want what you want. It just matters that you all have a growth mindset, that you're around people that constantly want to grow and constantly want to be better and that you are not the smartest person in the room. And this is so important when I say this, not only do you not want to be the smartest person in the room because there needs to be someone in the room that you're learning from, but then if you are the smartest person in the room constantly with your group group of friends, and if I'm saying this and you're like, damn, you know who you are because you're the go-to person. You're the one they go to it for advice. You're the one that they ask for validation in their business idea. You're the one that they go to to ask for about angel investors or investments or fundraising capital or whatever. They go to you and you're the smartest person in the room, then you are constantly pouring from an empty cup. And I'm sorry, I heard this this weekend, but you have to be selfish first to then be selfless. You cannot pour from an empty cup. So you cannot be the only influential person in a room. So if that was you, where is your circle of influence? Who lifts you up? Who do you look up to? Where are the people that can support you so that you can then turn back and hand your other hand down to other people that need your help? You cannot be the smartest person in the room. It is damn near dangerous. So my challenge to you is this going into 2020, ending this episode, I want you to one, be committed to be willing to try anything to discover your real passion this year. Because once you find it, woo, boy, listen here. Number two, seriously, study who's around you right now, audit your friends, and begin to create a powerful circle of influence. And if there's people that you're watching every day on Instagram, or there's people that you're looking up to every day that are doing what you want to do that are close by, whether it be in physical proximity or your your virtual presence on Instagram, Facebook, or whatever, reach out to those people and find a way to add value so that you can then exchange that relationship and start to bring that person into your inner circle. I I was able to create a relationship with my mentor that I posted about this week, Ronnie Brown, because I offered to create her podcast for free. She ended up telling me to bill her anyway, and we built a relationship from that. But y'all, we built that because I offered a valuable service. And I'm not saying go offer something for free. But find a way to exchange value with someone so you, so there's an equal exchanging relationship. If you feel like you don't have anything to offer, I know right now you're already in a Facebook group with a group of people that are just like you. There are Facebook groups for everything. Whether it's as, as generic as you want to be, there's a women entrepreneurship group. Go in there, talk about the things you're passionate about, find the people that are talking about what you're talking about, and connect with them virtually. Find the people that listen to the same podcast as you, the people that are fans of the same podcast as you. If you're listening to this and this is your go-to podcast, go find my other listeners that are commenting on my episodes and connect with them. And then if, if all else fails, go to events. Go to events. I'm speaking at an event this weekend, this Friday, Friday the 15th in Tampa called the Knob Bob Gala and it is for amazing people who want to network outside the box. It's a gala. We're all dressing up. We're going to be talking about the struggles of entrepreneurship. There'll be dancing, dinner, music, drinks, all of the things. You want to talk about something cool as hell to do on a Friday night? Like go to events. 
When you go to an event, sit down, look at the person on the left of you, look at the person on the right of you. If there's 300 people in that room, you need to understand that there are 299 people in there that are trying to grow just like you. So instead of going home and going back to your friends who don't understand you, don't support you, don't get you, and won't have your same level of, of excitement, why would you not commit to making five friends in that room of 299 people that are trying to grow just like you? That's how you're going to create your circle of influence. Events, people with the same mindset, same podcast listeners, reading the same books. Like, have you ever been on Instagram or social media and someone posts a book and you're like, oh my God, I read that book too. I love that book. Why would you not connect with that person? You two obviously have the same mindset. Start focusing on building your circle of influence and committing to finding what you're passionate about. Guys, I promise in 2020, building a power, powerful circle of influence has, or in 2019, building a circle full, Jesus, I can't talk today. I'm gonna let y'all hear that one. 2019, building my circle of influence has been the most powerful thing I could have ever done. And again, when I say this, this does not mean ditch your friends. I don't ditch my friends. I still got some of the dopest people in my life that don't give a shit about my business. And I'm totally okay with that but they don't get my full attention anymore either. Because in order for me to have the impact I'm trying to have, to spend an insurmountable amount of time with my family that I never would be able to do if I had a full-time job, to live the life I desire, to get paid, to have the money in my account that gives me a level of freedom, I have to turn some of those people into associates or allow them to become associates and stop trying to hold on to relationships that don't fuel me or where we can't fuel each other and start building a strong circle of influence. It has been so powerful in 2019. I know it's going to be even more powerful for me in 2020. And the same goes for you. Don't be scared in 2020 to make some serious decisions about the people you invest and spend your time with so that you can build a even more powerful circle of influence. All right, I'm out. I love you guys. Thanks again for joining us on another episode of The Stranded Podcast. If you felt inspired or moved today, make sure to leave a review on iTunes. You can learn more about us and our guests at thestrandedphase.com. And don't forget that your stranded phase is a rite of passage on your journey to greatness.